welcome back to your favorite show, the Modern Fedora Podcast. My name is Dominic Meyer, and I am joined by my brave and very loyal co-hosts, Noah Hernandez and Jaden Gleason. Hello. Favorite show? That's a bold claim. Well, I mean, it's got to be at least in your top five, right? Oh, for sure. Top five, (laughs) easy. Anywho... Uh, everyone knows that we enjoy talking about gentlemen, gentlewomen, so I thought, what if we don't? Um, okay. <laughs> Not forever, but to explain my point, I'll ask this question. What do all superheroes have in common? Mad skills with a Z. <laughs> oh. Um, shredded abs? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, actually. The, they all seem to have shredded abs for some reason. <laughs> but I was thinking in a different direction, actually. Every superhero has a villain, an enemy, a nemesis, an opposite. Okay, I see. Gotcha. So are we talking about our nemeses? Yep, you got it. Today we are talking about the opposite of the gentleman. And this includes swindlers, scammers, conmen thieves, and even pirates. Uh, and don't, you know, we can't leave out our rival podcast team. Yes, definitely. They are 100% on our list. Sorry, guys. Uh, but if you don't know what Nefarious team Noah is referencing, go ahead and listen to our previous cast about disguise. Uh, but mo- please do it after this one. Yes. So anyway, we will now look at these anti-gentlemen and even try tracing them back through the course of history. Sounds like an adventure. I agree. So let's head on over to our first segment. Okay, welcome to our first segment. Now, the first thing we have to do is identify what we have against us. Who is stacked against us here? Now, I already hinted at a few in the intro, but let's get a little more in depth now. Each of my co-hosts and myself have chosen a category of anti-gentlemen, and we will discuss them. So, Jaden, why don't you start us off? Okie dokie. I choose pirates. Oh, cool. Almost a little mysterious. Yeah. First things first, I love pirates. Just wanted to get that out there. (laughs) Make that obvious. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Everything I say, I say with love about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what you should know about a pirate, I mean, first of all, everyone should know what a pirate is, right? Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Obviously, they all have hooks on their hands. Uh, they all have long <laughs> Every beards. Every one. <laughs> In them, um, like when they go to pirate school, it's uh, one of the one of the things you have to do is get your hand cut off. Pirate Hooks one hundred and one is one of the requirements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, during what is known as the Golden Age of Piracy, or about the time period of sixteen fifty to seventeen twenty ish, pirates were rampant in the seas. They'd rob vessels and sometimes even coastal cities. Wow. Uh, That's pretty brazen, you know? Robbing ships is one thing, but going after whole cities, that's a whole nother. They meant business. Oh, definitely. And if I'm correct, I mean, this is your segment, so I could be way wrong. Pirates could come in many shapes and sizes, right? No, you're wrong. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Uh, no, I already told you. They all have hooks and they all have beards. No. <laughs> yeah. Really, though, they, they were all very different. Pirates had no set of set type of ship, and they took whatever was fast and deadly. As for the pirates themselves, they all came from different backgrounds. English, Welsh, Dutch, Irish, French, and more. And pirates were actually both men and women, despite what many people might think. Yeah, that definitely expands our view of just how many pirates were around at the time. Because 
a lot of time we think of pirates we just think of like a old scraggly guy with a beard and a hook but i guess it could be a frenchman or a french woman with a baguette sword I, don't know. <laughs> I knew there was going to be a baguette somewhere. I was just waiting for it to come. I mean, that would be very dangerous to go against someone with a baguette sword. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, it must have been very hard to safely travel the seas. Yeah, you'd have to be super cautious and honestly, either brave or stupid to even go <laughs> in the seas. Mostly <laughs> stupid. Were- <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd also have to avoid taking talking about your cargo or your route so that you know you never know when someone's listening. Got them spies. Yeah. yeah. Go into the pub and being like, so I'm bringing all this gold along this route in the ocean. And they're like, we got him. Sure <laughs> hope pirates don't get me. <laughs> uh, that sounds like the start of a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not carrying gold across the ocean. Hope there's no pirates. Wink, wink. <laughs> and then we, yeah, and then we get the camera. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, but you'd also have to avoid known pirate-controlled areas because, I mean, I'm assuming that's something that was pretty known. You know, probably yeah. Like how when I'm driving, I know where deer usually are on the road <laughs> to True. avoid them or to drive slower. So people know. People know things. Yeah. They should. So, in other words, it took a lot of smarts and a dedication to avoid becoming the victim of a pirate attack. Exactly. And thankfully, the pirate problem was mostly taken care of. As we know, the golden age of piracy concluded a long time ago. However, there are modern day pirates that patrol certain areas of the ocean. Okay. Do you know where exactly? I roughly have an idea of where that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, most pirates are off the coast of Somali, but there are also pirates off of East Africa and in the South China Sea. And there are still some in the Caribbean. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So this tradition <laughs> of pirating or piracy, or whatever you, you know you want to call it, is still carrying on. <laughs> yeah. Piratarians, but I'm assuming that they don't have massive Spanish galleons, though, right? Uh, I would assume not. No, I mean maybe for like collection purposes, oh, well. yeah. passed down from pirate to pirate as tradition. <laughs> Is that how that works? My great 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 granddaddy Blackbeard. It's time for you to get your will. You're a pirate now. (laughs) Gotta get your galleon license. (laughs) Oh man. You know, I actually think that's probably the most disappointing part about modern day pirates because I've seen some videos of them before. And instead of having this massive, beautiful wooden ship with this giant crew, it's usually just a couple of scraggly dudes on a small little speedboat. Which I understand why. And it's because modern ships are faster, so they had to adapt too. But for me, it makes it harder to have the same awe and fear and wonderment. Yeah. I mean, or if they're not on boats, then they're cyber pirates, which is... (laughs) That's a different thing. (laughs) We talked about that in a previous episode. We're not going to get into that again. But, I mean, at least with Pirates of Old, we could kind of enjoy the idea of living on the high seas and swinging from the mast or burying treasure. But modern pirates just remind us that they're bad dudes. You know, they take out the the high fantasy excitement of it all. They take the love Mm -hmm. of pirates. (laughs) (laughs) It's no longer romanticized. No, which I mean, probably shouldn't have been romanticized to begin with because they're kind (laughs) of horrible people. But like, I like the good pirates. (laughs) I mean, when you think about a pirate, what do you think about? Do you think about, you know, little speedboats in the ocean? Or do you think about this massive ship with Blackbeard and his, you know, his overcoat pirate and his crew members and the flag flying? Like, what pirate do you think of? You know, it's like yeah. that and image is put in your head for a reason. 
And modern pirates don't use like the swords or so disappointing. Like- yeah, I mean, going off of that, think of how they dressed too. I mean, <laughs> old-fashioned Did pirates were so dapper. Like they were so. I agree. I mean, even though they, it was kind of tattered from like being on <laughs> being the ocean, years of living like, on the ocean and not the changing. aesthetic of like the high waisted pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's goodness. how people dress now like pirates mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's pretty true yeah anything anyway now we see that there there's nothing cool about pirates there never really was but now we can see it they're just a bunch of sea thugs with guns that's <laughs> totally opposite from a gentleman <laughs> yeah <laughs> Actually, I think that any kind of pirating should be avoided. <laughs> Not just ones on the sea. Right. Like like I mentioned before, movie pirating. The best kind, Yay. obviously, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, movie pirates are probably the most lame kind oh, of pirate. Take that, pirates. <laughs> Hopefully they don't hack you now. They're gonna steal right. all your movies. Exactly <laughs> after you. Oh, all the original movies I made. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> anyway, so I was thinking of grouping con men and swindlers into one because they're kind of similar. That's true. Yeah. So first, I have to point out that swindlers and con men are everywhere. Places that we don't even uh, realize they're there. The And so the first scammers that uh we're going to talk about and i'm sure you guys have had an encounter with these at least once but it's phishing scams wow what kind of horrible people would take advantage of fish um wrong fishing (laughs) this fishing is spelled with a ph (laughs) um but they're super popular and and very scary because of how effective they are uh, definitely sounds like nemesis material to me. Go ahead, tell us more. So, uh, phishing attacks usually come through your email, and their main objective is to trick you into providing valuable and sensitive information, which, for example, could be login credentials to a bank account or your social network, or your work account, or your cloud storage, or whatever you have a login for, they can trick you into giving up passwords directly for that. Exactly. And the, but the thing is, the email you receive, it looks super legit. Even, Mm -hmm. you know, the address they use, it looks correct and uh, official. And they also make it look like it's coming from important sources, banks, tax offices, you know, places you wouldn't normally, you know, think twice, oh, I got, you know, this from this bank. And for sure, know, I, I don't think twice when I get an email from my bank. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's really sneaky because not only do you trust them, like you mentioned, but you also would feel a sense of urgency to respond to that kind of email, like something like, oh, no, I have to pay this or else I'm going to have my card suspended. Yeah, I can't thing. wait. Exactly, exactly. And so now you have this official looking um, email from an official looking source. You'll notice that the wording itself inside of this email is done very carefully because it pushes you to click on a link that's actually fake, fake made by our scammer. Okay. So this link, what it does is it redirects you to, again, an official looking replica of a page, maybe the login of your bank account. And if you were listening from our hacker episode, this mm. is called a Trojan horse. So you're actually, so you think you're actually at your bank account because the the link looks legit. You're you got that email. You're there, but you're really completely under the control at the will of the scammer at this point. Exactly, you have fallen into their trap, and when you put in your, you know your credentials your information you are just giving them to the scammer that is scary you know actually i had heard of these before and a piece of advice i have gotten is that whenever you receive an email like this 
It could actually be official. It could not. Always just type the website in yourself. Go to your browser mm-hmm. and just type the website in that that you know is your bank's website or whatever and log in there. There's no need to click a link. Yeah, that's good advice mm-hmm. because Noah and I have taken coding and mm-hmm. it is super, super easy to change a link. Mm-hmm. Like, super easy. So, yeah. And links are scary because you never know what's on the other side of them. Exactly. And this i think is the most scary because they use so many social tricks to make you trust them and they use fear by making it sound so bad and you know that you have to do it this moment like oh your bank account is you know uh being threatened you have to put in your credentials to confirm who you are yeah something you don't feel comfortable ignoring exactly so what do they do with your information after you basically hand it to them? Well, after that, it's really up to them. They can do whatever they want with it. They can use it, you know, to get into your accounts, obviously, take your money. Um, but they can also sell your information on the dark web for somebody else to use. Ah, the dark web always lurking out there. <laughs> Yes. Well, I, I guess we can confidently say that scammers are on our anti-gentleman list. Absolutely. they uh, A fact that I found about scammers is they rob people of billions of dollars every year. And in hmm. researching this um, information, I found that in the United States uh, alone, in 2020, scammers got away with $19.7 billion dollars from people that they scammed that is insane but it makes you think too because that's at a time 2020 is a time when everyone is in need so they really could take advantage of that and we see that it worked 19.7 billion dollars exactly that's that's an insane amount i mean i guess it it if anything if anything this teaches us not to instantly (laughs) trust something that seems too good to be true or something that looks official but feels a little off exactly not being naive or gullible so that's all the information that i have about scammers so dominic do you have another anti-gentleman category in mind uh yeah i do so this one is definitely more obvious maybe like uh, I don't know what the correct wording would be. Maybe baseline. Basically, what everyone would think about. And that's just thieves in general. And we're going to get more into actual thieves and examples later. But just to kind of touch on thievery now. Uh, thievery makes our list because, for one, it's not honorable in any way. Yeah, I mean, you've probably heard the saying, there is no honor among thieves. Yeah, my point exactly. Because... A lot of these thieves, well, I'm not going to say a lot because we've <laughs> we've had an episode on some pretty stupid criminals, but mm-hmm. some of these True. thieves have really cool skills, but instead of using them for good, they use them to steal from others. So some people may argue that there is honor among thieves. I've seen that floating around the internet, hinting at some sort of unspoken code of conduct, but personally, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, well, it's a very popular plot in movies. You know, the idea of thieves stealing from other uh, criminals. And, you know, we see this happening from, you know, the in superhero movies, for example, where the Joker steals from his fellow criminals to the pirates of the Caribbean where the where the pirates steal from other pirates. Yeah, that's very true. Also, maybe there is some sort of code. Who's actually there to enforce it? Like, is the fellow criminal going to go complain <laughs> to the police if their, if their fellow thief doesn't follow this code? <laughs> he stole what I rightfully stole first. Wait, wait. <laughs> I wait, want what? it more. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I think one of the main things that separates thieves from a gentle person is that thieves don't care for them like i mean robin hood cared but he's a totally different class of thief 
<laughs> we're not going to get into that. Right? Yeah, that's not the kind of thief we're talking about. These thieves generally don't care who they rob blind. Like, it could be someone who's really just trying to make a living. They just do whatever they want. Yeah, that's a good point, too, because it really doesn't matter if there is a code or not, because who cares if it's broken or not amongst their, I don't know if you'd call it a community. And <laughs> a I also community think. Of thieves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds hey like neighbor what's up <laughs> how's it going still anything anyway. cool this week <laughs> jeff just stole from me <laughs> no <laughs> no but seriously i think that's what makes them so dangerous is that they're so unpredictable so i'd say the best way to deal with a thief is just to contact the authorities let them do their job so that you're not putting yourself in unnecessary danger i agree because just think about this. If they won't hold back from hurting a partner in crime, you know, they out of this giant plan together, and but their their partner turns on them. They turn on their partner. What's to, what's to stop them from turning on you, from hurting you, if you try to handle yeah. it yourself? Mm-hmm. I agree completely. Well, I think we have a pretty good list here. We've identified... I believe most of the groups, swindlers, con artists, scammers, thieves, pirates, uh, let us know if you guys can think of any more groups of anti-gentlemen. So now that we have some background information, what do you say we talk about some actual real-life examples? Sounds good to me. Okie doke. And we'll continue our episode right after a quick ad break. Welcome back to the episode. I hope you survived that perilous journey through the ad dimension. And if you didn't, well, you probably aren't listening because you're dead. Physics. <laughs> We're not scientists, but that one wasn't too hard to figure out. <laughs> Thankfully. Uh, okay, let's get let's go back in time real quick and let's uh, find out the origins of these evil peoples. Ooh, some detective work. Yes, of the Google variety. Uh-huh. Our secrets. My favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> okay. Jaden, you started last time. Do you want to start again? Sure. So to talk about the beginning of piracy, we need to go way back. So far back. buckle up, <laughs> buckaroos. We're going <laughs> to go back to the period 1200 to 800 BCE. The Bronze Age. Whoa, okay. So <laughs> pirates are old, basically. That's rude. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I mean, you could say it. They're, they've been around for a while. So the first pirates weren't really known as pirates by that name. They were known as sea peoples, which doesn't that just kind of sound cooler? It does kind of. I mean, it sounds like Atlantis kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Dude, that's what happened to Atlantis. They all uh, turned into pirates. Yeah, we know. They all turned into pirates. <laughs> they lost their home theory. and mm. had to become traveling evil people. <laughs> traveling evil people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> these sea peoples attacked ancient Egypt and other places in the East Mediterranean. The intriguing part about them, though, is that we know next to nothing about them. What? How? If they're so traced back, how do we not know anything? We have no idea why. Even though they were a huge part of Egypt's history, no documentation of them was ever kept. Really? That's a little strange. Well, I guess if we don't have any hard evidence, then theories are the next best thing. Um. So that being said, do we have any theories? I mean, I don't know if we personally have any theories. I haven't thought we have of Atlantis. any yet. <laughs> right. Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. They all disappeared into Atlantis. <laughs> That's like backwards of what we said before, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Some experts do have theories though. All right, let's hear from the real experts. Sounds good. So a lot of the sea peoples are thought to have originated in Western Asia Minor. 
the Mediterranean islands, and southern Europe. And experts hmm. throughout history all keep coming back to the theory that they were driven by migration. Migration? That's weird. Like the birds. Mm. <laughs> or the Atlantis people. Maybe the birds. Yeah, like um, on Atlantis people. <laughs> it adds up so much. <laughs> Maybe the Atlantis people followed birds and that's how they traveled. Yeah, they're like, what are those birds doing? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just follow them. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you think about it, Birds are kind of thieves, too. They just kind of take things sometimes. So maybe they were just copying birds. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, it was French um, Egyptologist Gaston Maspero that popularized the term sea peoples along with his migration theory. No one fights like Gaston has. <laughs> um, so did did oh people goodness. go with this theory? Some did. But honestly, if you just Google search sea peoples, you'll see theories upon theories on them just because so little is known for sure. And you know how people are. When there's no information, they make stuff up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the same way, obviously. We, Atlantis. We, we definitely do not do that. I don't know. It's not like we just about. did it right here. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I do have a kind of funny thought about that, though. So you know how teachers always say, show your work? Oh, yes. Well, what if one, uh, I don't know, an Egyptian boy, if he had shown his work in history class, we wouldn't be guessing right now. Huh. Like, what if that's the reason? Well, like the teacher asks, what pe- what people attack us from the sea? Uh, uh, show your work, kids. And then the one boy he just wrote, sea peoples? <laughs> A step further, what if he got the name wrong and just wrote sea guys? <laughs> sea guys. <laughs> sea guys, then sea guys. Sea dudes. <laughs> Maybe it's not even sea peoples in reality. It was actually sea guys or sea dudes and it just got lost in translation. Maybe it's neither of these and like we're way off. That would be pretty awesome. Maybe it's seals. <laughs> Maybe they were just seals that were taking things. All along it was the seals. Okay, so oh we got God. a little off topic. We should probably bring it back to pirates. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah, we got just a, only a teensy bit off topic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's the origin of pirating. Pirate movies, modern Somali pirates, swashbuckling ruffians of old, they all came from sea peoples. Or maybe it was seagulls. Awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, thanks for the history. Who would have thought that piracy would continue from the Bronze Age all the way to present? I mean, like, that's pretty crazy. Okay, Noah, what you got on swindlers and scammers? So I found a few different stories um, and instances for each category. Now, before I start, I will disclaim that these are the first recorded stories um, that I found, but we can assume that people have been trying to exploit people from a long time ago. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So first up, we have the first scam, or I should say the first attempted scam. Oh, boy. So this takes place in 300 BC, a Greek merchant named, and if you are Greek and I say this wrong, I apologize. I am not Greek, <laughs> but I will try my best. So a Greek merchant named... Hegestratos took out a large insurance policy called a bottomry. That sounds interesting. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but what that means is he borrowed money and agreed to pay it, pay it back with interest on the time the cargo or corn was delivered. If he didn't, then the lender could claim all of the cargo and the boat. Okay, so that sounds like pretty normal lending stuff yeah typical loans so hegestratos planned to get around this he planned to sink his empty boat and keep the loan and sell the corn however the plan failed because his crew caught him red-handed and he drowned trying to escape (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a big oof. Oof. Yeah. So much for the first scam. <laughs> yeah. So I have one more history dive, but this time into conmen. And this, I believe, is the first conmen. He probably caught he probably caused the term to be coined. That's a lot of C's. Conmen caused coined. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> actually pretty cool. Con. Like, imagine being the reason conman is a word. That would be cool. <laughs> really cool so, or really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this guy's name was William Thompson. And he was the classic model of a con artist. He operated in the late, eight, late 1840s and dressed like a gentleman. Now, we're not, ta- we're not talking about a gentleman. Just keep that, you know, up in your head. He'd approach an upper-class mark, and he would pretend they knew each other. He'd just start a conversation. and So after he gained their trust, he would ask whether the person had the confidence, confidence, con artist, you see the connection. Anyway, to have them loan him their watch. Upon taking said watch, he would just leave and never return it. Uh, that's uh, very simple. Sounds like also he shaped what our idea of a con artist is. He did. He he uh, even had a lot of, you know, uh, cover names or aliases, including Samuel Thompson, James Thompson, Samuel Powell, Samuel Williams, and many, many more. Wow, he fits our topic so perfectly. He dresses like a gentleman, has class, in air quotes, and (laughs) has skills, but uses them to take advantage of others. Yes, exactly. He's the polar opposite, a mere nemesis. Ooh, wow. It's kind of scary. What a history lesson. So I have an old story of a thief, but mine is a little different because I was unable to find the first thief. There's like no chance because there's been so much theft throughout all of history. The documentation of the first thief was probably stolen. (laughs) (laughs) That would be ironic. Yes, the irony, my goodness. So I'm probably going to butcher this name, but the thief's name was Vincenzo Perugia. And while he wasn't the first thief, he did pull off the greatest art theft of the 20th century. So would you guys like to guess what he stole? Chicken feathers. You won. Um, (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) Um, I'm going to guess like a Picasso or a Da Vinci painting or something. A lot of tiramisu. (laughs) Um, oh man i don't know something uh, i don't know a eiffel tower i don't know okay he stole people's shoes (laughs) he stole people's shoes he put them in his pockets big pockets yeah he stole the mona lisa what oh so you're actually kind of close with your one guess there noah sweet (laughs) so how he did it is actually pretty textbook he pretended to be a museum employee wore their cool uniform he was completely blended in and then once the area where the mona lisa was stored became empty he took the mona lisa off the wall which he had to like take it off these iron bars that it was stuck to i don't understand how paintings work uh (laughs) he moved it to a nearby service staircase and in the staircase he disassembled all the security the frame the protective stuff and now he wanted to hide it under his smock originally but vincenzo was a short dude he's only about five three and the mona lisa was pretty big actually which i've never seen in person so i'm just going to take their word for it uh, so he took his smock off, wrapped it around the Mona Lisa, tucked it under his arm, and literally just walked out the door. Whoa. Wow. That's so smooth. Did he manage to get away with that? Uh, well, he did for a while, actually. He kept it hidden in his uh, apartment in Paris, but eventually he just got impatient and contacted an art gallery owner in Italy and tried to get money to release it back to the country. Uh, however the gallery owner is like uh oh nay nay in tournament <laughs> wow you know 
this makes me think of the scene from National uh, Geographic where he seals the Declaration of Independence and he slips it into that sleeve. But the one shop owner thinks he's he's stealing from the store and he has oh, yeah. to pay like $23 <laughs> for it. But so this so back to Vincenzo, he got pretty far, but he slipped up at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick ranting about that movie though that part bothered me so much because he literally just had the declaration like sticking out of his coat like (laughs) everyone can just see it there yeah oh boy good old nicholas cage and his acting and national treasure okay (laughs) anyway the thing that connects him to our topic what i think was his motivation for stealing the mona lisa he wanted to return it to his homeland of Italy because, mind you, it was being a sword in France. But not only did he go about it in the complete wrong way of stealing it, but he also wanted money in return for his deeds. So he took action, but the wrong kind of action. Exactly. It would have been cooler if he had just stolen it and then brought it to an Italian museum and just left it there instead. Yeah, because even after he got caught, he was hailed as a hero in Italy for trying to get it back because it had to be stored in Italy for like a couple of days or something like that. And they're like, yay. So if he had just brought it back, it would have been golden. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well. He tried. He tried. Yeah, that was a pretty cool segment, though. I mean, that's neat. Art theft. Mm-hmm. Piracy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask, guys, though, if you had to live a life of crime, had to, this is being forced upon you, you mm, had to become okay. an anti-gentleman, which category would you be in and why? Easy. A pirate. 100%. Modern day? Or oh, past? no. Pass. <laughs> Pass. 100%. I would be a pirate. Yeah. Okay, I what know. are your reasons? So, like, I understand it's not as glamorous and you know and fancy as it is to be a conman or a swindler you get to live on land and you you, you know get to live off what you you, you know what you have walmart but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if you you know you're you know you become a pirate you become feared right so people just see <laughs> your ship and they're like oh man he's coming and eventually you know, you wouldn't have to take such drastic action as to blowing up the ship or unaliving <laughs> the whole crew. And you could just be like, you know, I'm here. Give me all your money. And, you know, Give this me. will be fine. And then, you know, years after you've become, you know, a pirate, now you have all this money. You get to live off of what you've made in your piracy years. And, mm, true. you know, and so I think just all the factors combined you get to have this massive ship you get to have you know this crew i think being you know to be a pirate is way cooler than all of these con men and swindlers and everything in my my opinion Mm -hmm. i would be a pirate so turning that and kind of into kind of a discussion i do agree that it would be cool for to be a pirate my problems with being a pirate would be being on the water all the time getting like scurvy (laughs) getting thrown into the ocean and eaten by sharks yeah. well see the only reason Giant you get storms. <laughs> the only reason you get thrown into the ocean <laughs> is if you didn't obey your captain but if you became the captain you throw whoever you want in the ocean you don't listen bye and noah solutions obey captain become captain <laughs> exactly what exactly. if your crew tries to overthrow you Oh, please. There's got to be at least (laughs) some people. There's got to be at least... If you pay your crew well enough, if you split the treasure you find evenly, there's got to be some of your crew that would be willing to fight back for you. No, we'll be like, come to my pirate crew. I have benefits and paid vacation time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You want a tropic vacation? You want a free cruise across the ocean? Join me. Let's go. Health insurance. Free amputations. (laughs) He's like, I covered dentist, <laughs> dentistry. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. So if you were a pirate, what region would you pirate in? Um, I'm going to say France. 
Hmm. I would just like just because patrol. Just because. Just because I can. Okay. Because I can. Because the fancy breads. Because the baguette swords. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Why else? <laughs> Why else? <laughs> the baguette swords and the croissants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, honestly, if you're listening from France, I apologize. <laughs> apologize. Yes. Honestly, though, I think I would go to whatever. I would start slow and I'll slowly like conquer through the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> He'd slowly just rule the entire ocean. Exactly. Yeah. Like like Blackbeard. You know, he was a very feared pirate. Except He'd you be don't dread have a pirate beard. Robert. I don't have Robert. a beard. You'd, You'd be no beard. Robert. You'd I'd be, be no, no beard. beard. No yes. Beard. <laughs> <laughs> no beard. And your name is Noah. No beard. You know that kind of works. Noah beard. It does actually kind of work. No. Beard. <laughs> no beard. Yeah. So, Dominic, what about you? What would you be? You're forced into a life of um, crime, but you can choose which crime. You're just forced into crime. What would you choose? Well, your argument for piracy is, you know, kind of convincing. But I think Thanks. I kind of want to go for uh, like a. A suave con man kind of thing you know uh, you just want the easy way out I well i want to start <laughs> i want to okay this is my this is my real goal is to become okay. a master of sleight of hand and i'd start low you know card tricks and slowly work my way up until i'm like this super mysterious kind of figure bank robber but i'd also be also by well maybe <laughs> <laughs> by being a con artist that also puts you in like this gentleman class of criminals that i think is kind of cool but what are your thoughts about a con artist what's your arguments against that or for that i think it would be cool in the sense that you know con men they are very suave very smooth with you know how they do their cons how they pull off their big heists and uh, big plans um but like, if you con too many people, then your face will kind of get known. And, you know, That's con men aren't really feared. You know, like, oh, he took my money, but a pirate, they blow my shit. No, it just wants to be feared. I want to be a pirate so bad, man. If I he could. just wants to... He just wants to roll up on the coast and people run screaming for the get, hills. Get the respect <laughs> I deserve. <laughs> and it's no it's beard. no beard. <laughs> it's no beard. The name might need a little work, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> no. Oh but my I, gosh. Uh, but I do like the fact that once you've, you know, if you're a good con man, you can get, you know, a lot of money and you can, you know, live in pretty good life you know off of what you steal that's that that's nice that's nice i mean (laughs) we're talking is it's criminals we wouldn't really do that but of course not yeah (laughs) all right Jaden, you're next now you both make good points but i've already mentioned how i feel about pirates (laughs) yes i would 100 percent be a pirate yes thank you uh like like a modern day uh and bonnie type of situation okay but i would stay dressed up like old pirates but do piracy now okay all right you see in so i'd have a wooden boat Uh but i'd have it be motorized (laughs) (laughs) that could be cool though because that that could be like your calling card you know yeah like yeah modern day pirates but like you're dressed like a pirate but all the equipment that you have is from now that that could be really cool yeah but you could also have like a super outfitted yacht or something like that dude that'd be dope yes oh, that yeah. and i dress all dapper like an old pirate with like the the long coat and the the white flowy shirt a removable <laughs> hook not, yeah, I'm not gonna cut my hand off to become a pirate. No, <laughs> no, me neither. Not not that far. <laughs> We're not into that egg. kind of pirate 101. But <laughs> I don't know. See, Dominic also makes good points with being a con man or con woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Maybe I'll just do both. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it depends <laughs> how you want to go because con artist is kind of under the radar. 
you know, people don't see you coming. Pirate is everybody sees you coming and they know you're there. So, yeah. No, piracy would be more fun, I think. It'd be fun. Maybe I'll be a space pirate. and (laughs) Space pirate. Yes. Okay. I'll be a space pirate. I like space. Attack SpaceX. We're we're coming for you, Elon Musk. I will say, though, I think that... (laughs) All you rich aliens and Elon Musk. That's who you're going after. (laughs) That's who you're going to attack in space. Elon Musk. (laughs) Wow. Anyway. I'm going to steal a space Tesla. (laughs) Anyway, back to the topic. I think... Conman versus pirate. Conman is way less dangerous. You don't get shot at with cannons. Uh, on a good day. I have day. a sword. Yeah. <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least for looks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have a sword, but don't know how to use it. I just start sword fights with people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I guess now you know where to find us if someday we just snap and become supervillains. <laughs> when yeah. we go off the deep end. Dominic's gonna be a con man. Noah and I are gonna each have our own pirate crews. Uh, we're yep. gonna be uh, rivals. Oh, yeah. But like, not really. It's just for show. Yeah. <laughs> to to establish fear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we still gotta meet up for the podcast. So. Of course, of course. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much a wrap for today, then. Wow, how time flies. Yeah, it really does. So, any final thoughts on our topic? I mean, it seems like most of these people had potential to be really cool, but just went in the wrong direction. They had a they had a forked path, and they went the wrong way. They turned around. <laughs> they I just agree. turned around and went back. <laughs> <Yeah>, you turned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How I deal with decision making. Just turn around and walk away. <laughs> Not today. No thanks. I agree. They definitely didn't have an an Uncle Ben to say with great power comes great responsibility. Uh yeah, I think that was a little after their time. Are you telling me there was no Spider Man in ancient Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point? We literally just learned there are people called sea people. So true, true, you know, living in Atlantis, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere out there. Well, thanks to everyone who listened today. And if you have a moment after, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a like or review or even just follow our podcast on whatever platform you listen on. We're very grateful for the support. Yes, we here at the Modern Fedora podcast even though at times our conversations may be a little silly a little weird a little out of hand but we are dedicated to making our podcast better and better but we can't do it alone so let us know where we can improve and what you would like us to talk about and don't be afraid to share us with your friends if you can't get enough of the modern fedora podcast but don't want to wait until next thursday check out our blog written by me i talk about our weekly episode from my point of view and only my point of view (laughs) (laughs) exclusively exclusively Jaden just (laughs) writing at you that's what you're gonna call the blog now exclusively Exclusively Jaden Jaden. (laughs) (laughs) anyway I post a new one every Friday the link will be in the description and lastly if you want exclusive sneak peek information follow us on tiktok we are at the Modern Fedora Pod on TikTok. There's a picture of us three. I don't know how many videos we have now, but we have a few videos, and <laughs> it, they come out every Wednesday. So yesterday, a video was posted about the podcast today. We, there's also a place for comments. If you have TikTok, you can leave a comment on what you'd like us to talk about. You can instant message us, and we will discuss it and who knows maybe as we saw in our last podcast we we featured a topic that uh, one of our listeners wanted to talk about maybe you'll Mm -hmm. be featured in the next episode who knows maybe we'll give you a shout out yeah who knows who knows who knows
Before we sign off for the day though, one last message. Don't forget to wear a fedora. <laughs>